Okay, Wendy. The recording is in process. I'm here. I made it today, boy. I'm here. You can't say nothing about today because I made it. You made it. Wendy, today is Thursday, uh, October 26th. Um, we meet again, Wendy. We meet again in um, really the middle of college football season. Everybody is totally stoked that I know that's an Alabama fan. Um, Wendy, let's do this like we normally do it. Uh, let's talk about last week's game. We'll get into it. Um, Alabama is off this weekend. LSU's off this weekend. We got a couple of big games this weekend, but let's talk about last week games, Wendy. Um, let's just start, you know, Ohio State, Penn State. I mean, let's get that out of the way. Once again, I didn't see any of the, well, this game, we were, we were at the Alabama game, but once again, Penn State loses to Ohio State. Nothing's new, nothing changes. And, you know, until, until Penn State can beat Ohio State, I'm not talking about it anymore. I'm not either. I mean, I don't, I can't believe you brought up the game. Penn State can do nothing for us. I don't even know what a Nittany Lion is. What's the difference on a Nittany Lion and a regular Lion? I mean, it's stupid. Come up with a new thing. Come up with a new name. Do something to beat Ohio State. I hate you. That's all I got to say. Yeah, it's like they just can't get over the hump in these big games. So Ohio State wins again. Wendy, let's bounce on to the Auburn football. Yep. Yep, after Tigers. they played, the, yep, yep. They play, they play Ole Miss, and Auburn ends up getting beat by Ole Miss. I think it was 28-21, to 21. Wendy. The right. game really didn't feel that close, but somehow Auburn has an onside kick at the end of the game to try, try to tie it up. They do not. Ole Miss goes into Jordan here and beats Auburn was up. Trey, listen, let me tell you something. Auburn played good. Auburn played really good. Listen, I think it was tied at the half. I think that was a close game the whole entire game. I think they got up two touchdowns and Auburn came back. Listen, I'm not willing to go back to the Auburn swim and dive team. I think, I know they're getting losses, but I think some of these losses should be considered wins to the Auburn, to the Auburn fan base. Trey, let me tell you something. They almost, they were this close, a couple plays away to being able to beat Ole Miss. Trey, I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. Auburn's got something going down there, even though they're not winning the games. So you're in the camp of Auburn should be taking these losses as wins. Yes. Trey, up and look, if this last coach would have been there, they'd have lost to Ole Miss 48 to, to nothing. Like, I'm just telling you, I think this coach, I think he's going to be able to recruit, and I think they've got some things to look forward to. That's what I think. If I was an Auburn fan, I'd be excited. Personal opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. It, you know, if you're an Auburn fan, you want to win some games. I mean, you'd sure. like to see in this four-game SEC stretch that they pull out a win somewhere. Um, had a couple of close losses, but but you would have thought that they could have pulled out a win somewhere, you know, just just by, by chance. They do not. They're 0-4 in the SEC right now, Wendy, and they're looking for wins. They want to figure out a schedule that they probably can do it. And I agree. I mean, uh, you know, Hugh Freeze, you know, kept them in this old Miss game when they really weren't yep. even playing that good. Yeah. So, um, Lane Kiffin, the old Miss Rebels, they continue to roll down the track, gets win, you know, getting wins. So, um, now Auburn is excited about losing games, but it feels like wins, right, Wendy? Well, I'm just telling you, if I was an Auburn fan, which I'm not, I, I pull for a winning team, but I'm just saying, if I was, 
I would be excited about the future of this coach. Trey, it could be worse. They could be losing all these games by 50 points and you're sitting there and your whole fan base gives up on you in the middle of the year. You know what I mean? So they're yeah. still selling out stadiums. Yeah, no, you're right. When you let's get to the game everybody was talking about last week. It's the Alabama Crimson Alabama. Tide versus the Tennessee Volunteers. Tennessee comes down to Tuscaloosa last week, Wendy, in a highly anticipated matchup. Appeared to be two similar teams. Yep. Wendy, we went to the game. Alabama does pull this game out. Ends up winning the game by 14. The game felt maybe a lot, a lot closer than what the score ended up being. Wendy... Let's hear about the old game day experience, your breakdown of it, and what's up, what's up. Let me tell y'all something. Well, what half do you want to talk about? First half, Alabama looked like trash. We couldn't do anything. Tennessee looked like an NFL team. We couldn't stop them. Our defense couldn't stop them. Our offense looked terrible. We played scared the whole first half, in my opinion. So what I want to talk about is the second half. That's the half I want to talk about. So let me explain something. I live in Knoxville, Tennessee. This week is always like a week of like, if we win, I've got to listen to all the reasons that the refs helped us win. I mean, I have to do this every year, okay? But this particular year, I was at the game. I went to the game. As Trey said, we were all there. My whole family was there. And I saw most multiple missed calls on both sides of the ball, Trey. I saw multiple missed calls on both sides of the ball, okay? Every single football game I've ever watched just has some missed calls. Let me tell you something, Tennessee. I don't know what your coach was doing in the second half. I have no idea what your coach was calling in the second half. That That's it. That's it. I, I, you can't blame anything but coaching for Tennessee. But let me tell you something. We played lights out. Our crowd was into it. Everybody was up. Everybody was jumping. I mean, the end of the day, we might be a second half team. We went in, we made the adjustments. You see what I'm saying? We made the adjustments we needed to make. We came out first drive. We scored in 40 seconds, two plays. Now, I don't know where that play calling is in the first half, though. Like, where is that play calling in the first half? Why is it that we have to start the good play calling in the second half? Yeah, no, you bring up a lot of good points. So we went down to the game. You know, there's a bunch of people down there, and, and I don't know if I'm getting older or, you know, it's just everything's settling down a little bit. It, yeah, Was there a ton of people? Yes. Were people excited? Yes. I mean, was it, you know, was it like an energy level that I think I was used to back in the day? It just doesn't feel that way. But inside the stadium, I'll give it to Bryant-Denny Stadium. The stadium is really nice. The stadium, you know, short lines, you know, to get things. Things were yep. well spaced out. Um, the crowd was really into it. We actually sat by some Tennessee fans. They were cool. They were fine. They were there cheering for their team, and we were cheering yep. for our team. So, you know, uh, the game day experience, you had the flyover, which is always awesome. Awesome. The game gets cranked up. Wendy, I can't tell you how much I despise these commercials. Like, oh, I know. If they want the game day experience to be better, get rid of some of these commercials. I mean, yep. it is the first quarter took about an hour and a half, two hours. Every time somebody sneezed on the field, there was a timeout. And, you yep. know, and it just, the game drags on. Now, where they make up some ground is the third and fourth quarter. It seems like they let them play a little bit more and the right. game moves on a little bit quicker. But those, those first half commercials, Winnie, are just, uh, I can't imagine being in, in, in a stadium in September when it's 100 degrees outside right. sitting through those idiotic commercials. It, right. Charge them more for the commercials. Charge right. people more for the commercials and run less of them. 
That's, That's right. all I can say because it, it kills the experience, in my opinion. But when you back to the game, I'm, I'm with you. You know, I think some of this stuff as you come out and you're trying to fill these teams out, it looked like Tennessee was ready to play. Alabama turned the ball over twice in the first half and, yep. you know, really gave Tennessee a short field. Alabama's defense keeps them from scoring touchdowns or kicking field goals. And, Wendy, you don't see this a lot in football. You don't see at the end of a half a team go down and score a touchdown right before the half to go up right. 13 points, especially a, a team as good as Tennessee, and really get beat a lot. I mean, that, that's that. those are, you know, you, you let teams score on you late in a half, whether it's a field goal, a touchdown, you know, you, you, that really hurts the momentum going into the second yep. half. So I give it to Alabama who came out and was ready to play. I think Tennessee kind of thought that, hey, we might have this thing, and, and Alabama was just pressing on the gas, and, and I think Tennessee let off the gas a little bit too. So, but 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 to Tennessee, I don't understand why you're going for it on your side of the fifty in the third quarter when Alabama's turned the ball over twice. They yep. haven't looked like they can drive down the field. I mean, you know, when I say drive down the field, you hadn't seen any ten, twelve, fifteen play drives. Right. Yeah, you right. got beat with a couple of big plays, but. Make Alabama earn earn their points, That's um, right. and you have been stopped earlier in the half as well. So, Hypel, I, I, I think made some made some bad decisions. That's just my opinion. Um, but you know, you Alabama ends up getting me, the win. I'll tell you what Hypel did. He played not to lose because he's not an SEC coach. He's from that wherever he's from, and that. Where did he come from? Where God didn't he come well, he, from? He played, he, he played quarterback at Oklahoma. But he came from. Was it UCF? UCF? Okay. Look, that ain't even the same league, dude. That ain't even the same league. You cannot play Alabama not to lose. You have to play all 60 minutes. Let me tell you what the guy did. He went inside, and you look at Alabama's stats. We've only come back one time from a 13-point deficit, and that was to win a national championship. Now, if I'm a coach, if I'm a coach at Alabama, I mean, I'm high school, and I'm playing at Alabama, I probably would have looked at that stat. Hey, we got a pretty good shot here. This guy's only done it one time. He's only done it one time. Let's go out here and let's play conservative. Let me tell you when that should have changed. The second we scored in two plays in 40 seconds. He should have said, hey, whatever I said in there, uh-uh, we're going right back to the first half. I'll also, Trey, it wasn't that they were going for it on fourth and one. He backed up five yards to go for it. Like, it, the play calling was so soft. And then on the fourth and, the fourth, the fourth and one, another thing that bothered me, your defense has played well the whole entire game. Why wouldn't you give it back to your defense, try to go three and out, and you get the ball back in decent in decent field position? Like, it didn't – I'm just being honest with you. I'm glad we won the game, but the, the, the play calling in the second half made no sense. But let me tell you why I'm off Josh Heupel. I used to be a Josh Heupel fan until his press conference. You're not going to sit there and blame the refs. Well, if you look at the penalties and then paused – for five or six seconds. Let me tell you something, coach. That's what coaches do that don't want their fans to question their coaching. That's bull crap. That's what that was. You went on live television with a one-state fan base, and you have every fan in Tennessee blaming refs now because you didn't want anybody to pay attention to your crappy second-half coaching job because it was crappy. You deserve to lose the game because you're a crappy coach. I'm mad about what he did. And all my Tennessee fans are going to be so mad at me, and I don't care because I'm really mad that he went on live TV. We had 130 yards worth of penalties last year, everybody. You didn't hear our coach saying anything about it, <laughs> did you? So we had a hun- we were beaten, literally beating the refs and Tennessee last year, and we only lost by two points. 
and the whole entire place was against us. So I don't want to hear about unfair advantages. We had 130 yards of penalties last year in one game. Yeah, so. well, even in, even in the game, even in the Tennessee game this year, Wendy, I mean, you have a Tennessee player forearming a guy's Alabama when he's down that is a yep. clear personal foul. That, and that was a third down. That's what, you know, mom brought that yep. up after the game. That was a third down. That could, that could have given us a first down. So, I mean, yep. there's penalties missed. Wendy, I think the reason fans, us as fans, talk about penalties, Wendy, is because we really don't know what's going on out there. I mean, we You're really right. don't. I mean, you can be the most astute fan in America. America, and you don't really know what's going on to the you're point right. of, you know, what you're really trying to do. You don't understand these matchups and what they're, you know, they're, they're trying this because this worked. I mean, you know, these guys really go in depth with it. And as a fan, all we really see is a bad penalty call or a non-call. Right. That's what we're going to talk about. We're not going to talk about, well, in that cover three, you know, we were in a cover three, but he slipped out of a box. And we didn't count that guy in, and he ended up blitzing, but the guy backed out, but he didn't back out far right. enough. I mean, it's like we don't understand really what they're trying no, to we do. No, we don't. We know, yeah, it looks like that guy got clubbed in the neck. Right. Or, yeah, it looks like that guy got forearm bashed in his head. Right. Or last year, literally about. assaulted our quarterback last year twice, almost beheaded him, and it didn't get called either time. The, the yeah. thing is – is at the end of the day, I respect coaches that get up there and talk about their coaching. What did we do right? What did we do wrong? Okay. Tennessee is a one-state fan base. And I'm going to tell y'all it's really hard to live in a one-state fan base for a couple of reasons. Alabama, I'm from Alabama. You had Alabama-Auburn fans, right? If Alabama lost, maybe Auburn won that weekend. Nobody was always in a bad mood. Okay. Nobody was always upset. In Tennessee, everybody roots for the same team, and that is the University of Tennessee, right? I understand, Trey, that that's got to be a lot on a head coach instead of 50,000 fans you've got, and I'm obviously under-exaggerating, instead of 100,000 fans, right? In Alabama, it's split. You don't have the whole state yelling at you when Alabama loses or Auburn loses. In Tennessee, Trey, people don't get out of bed for a week. They burn their orange <laughs> stuff in driveways. They They... They they give up on life for three weeks. Nobody showers. They they sit around and blame refs for two weeks, trying to get people like me to agree with them, and it's not going to happen. There's bad calls in every game, guys. When you lose a game, lose a game gracefully. Maybe we'll get them next year. I'm sorry that we ended your one-year winning streak, but we y'all got us at home next year, and maybe the same uh, referee crew will show back up for you guys and we'll get ourselves another 130 yards worth of penalties. But what you won't hear is my coach complaining about it. That's what you won't hear. Yeah, yeah. And, and Whitney, let's just wrap this up on this Tennessee thing. Listen, Tennessee fans, I, they're really good fans. Some of them are really good fans. It's just like every fan base. But I will say this, they do not like Alabama. They do not I like mean, it. I mean, it is no. something about it. They do not like yep. Alabama. When the Tennessee fans I met were cool. Everybody was kind of laid yep. back. I, I mean, sat by three of them. They were awesome. They were incredible. Yeah, it's, it's, they, it's a football game. All right, Wendy, let's move on to this week. We don't have a much going on. Alabama's no. off. LSU's off. That that game's going to be talked about next week, and that's a really, really big game. This week, Wendy, let's continue on with the Tennessee Vols. Keep it going. Tennessee plays Kentucky, Wendy. Tennessee's got to get back up because Kentucky's a big, uh, a, a good team. They have to go to Kentucky. Yep. It looks like the game's at 7 o'clock Eastern time. Can Tennessee get back on track and beat Kentucky or not? 
So I think so. So I think Tennessee is going to be mad. I really do. I, I, I truly do believe they bounce back this week and beat Kentucky. It's really imperative that they beat Kentucky, in my opinion. Um, I don't think they have an option to lose to Kentucky, personally. Um, I believe they're going to bounce back, and I, I, I believe we're going to see some different play calling in that game is what I think. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. I, I think Tennessee at this point is going to have to try to figure out maybe like, hey, we really, you know, we were at this game plan. We might try to sprinkle some new things in. Try, you know, I don't, I don't know if they have a backup quarterback. You know, I don't know if a backup quarterback, you know, maybe get him some reps. I mean, I know they've got a big game against Georgia coming up, so. I look for Tennessee to back. I think Tennessee's a good team. Tennessee is really good athletes. They play hard. You know, at Kentucky, it's typically a good game. So, you know, I still look for Tennessee to bounce back a little bit as too. well. Wendy, yep. the other big game is the uh, – we can't call it the cocktail party. I don't no. think you can say cocktail party. I don't know why you can't say cocktail party. But nope. uh, it's a big old party down in Georgia, Florida this year. When yep. Georgia does not have Brock Bowers, that's obviously a story everybody's talking about. Um, uh, Barry and Jacob, big Georgia fans. This is a big game for Georgia and Florida yep. every year. Wendy, Florida looked dead and gone. It's kind of like yep. the two times – let's see, what would it be? Three times I've seen Florida. They got beat by Utah. They got drilled by Kentucky. Um, but yet they beat Tennessee. So, yeah. you know, does, does Florida have anything for the Georgia Bulldogs this year? So, I, I again, I'm going back to I think Georgia's beatable. I, I, do I think Florida's got the athletes to do it? Yeah. Do I think that, that they've got the, the coach to do it? I don't know. I go back and forth on Napier, and this week I'm just not on it. I, I, I need Georgia to lose. Like, I needed – like, I need this game to go the way I want it to. So, guess what? It's not going to happen. So, Florida's going to lose the game. If I need them to win, it has never happened in the history of time. Never happened. So Georgia's going to go, or Georgia's going to probably do what Georgia does, even without Bowers. I think Trey. I think the biggest test for for Georgia's going to be in a couple weeks at Ole Miss and Tennessee. I, I just don't know if Florida's got it. Trey, is it at Florida? or Is it at Georgia? Georgia. You probably Wendy, already told me. Georgia. It's at Georgia. So yeah. I, but listen, Wendy, Trey. Wendy. Trey, Wendy. 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 Th- Trey, I'm still is... trying to wear all my Alabama stuff this week. I'm like okay. literally, like I go out in public. I've worn Alabama all week. I'm making this whole state mad right by myself, just right by myself. Right okay. By the Georgia Florida game is played in Jacksonville every year. God, why did they, why did they do this neutral site stuff? And I think it's been that way for like 60 years. But Jacksonville Florida is way closer to Florida than it is Georgia, right? That's a comment everybody always makes. Oh, okay. But the so, stadium is split. The de- the stadium is split fifty fifty. Oh, okay. You, know, you, you don't. I don't think you. You know. You, you know. Florida people probably have a bigger advantage. They're driving like forty five minutes down the road. But this this game is a neutral site game and has Oops. been for a long time. When you, you know, listen, the thing about Georgia is Georgia's got the athletes. Yep. Um, you know, I don't think everything is predicated on Bowers. I mean, you don't win 25 straight games because you have a good tight end. I mean, that's just Absolutely. Not, You're that's right. not what's going on. And it's not like they don't have people behind them. I know there's a kid out of uh, out of Florida uh, down there where Barry's at that is a tight end that actually right. kind of is bumping up the, 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 the depth chart there. So Kirby Smart will have something going for him. But, you know, hey, they got to go out and perform. I look for Georgia to still, you know, still be dominant in the game and still win the game. So go Dawgs. 
Um, Go dogs, but I'm just saying I need Florida to win this game. Barry, I love you. You're one of my brother's best friends, and I love you, but I really hope you lose this game, buddy. I need you to lose at least once. I've lost once. I need you to lose once for me. All right. Well, listen, Wendy, we're going to get off here. Let's talk about a few things. Wendy, we got Halloween coming up. What's up with Halloween? Are you doing anything or not? No, we don't do Halloween. I mean, it's not that we don't do it. My kids are uh, 15, well, 16 and 17, so we just don't. And we don't have kids that come to the house, which is crazy because we live in a cul-de-sac. It's a great street. Uh, so really Halloween, is, Halloween is out. We have Michigan stealing signs, Wendy. Great. Um, Harbaugh is getting—I mean, Harbaugh is getting blasted. So Michigan is being caught, or allegedly being caught, stealing signs at other people's games. So I think the distinction here is it's not a big deal to try to steal signs in a game that you're playing. It is a big deal if you are going to other teams' games that you're—you know—that you're not playing and stealing the signs. And it looks like Michigan is getting caught red-handed here, Wendy, yep. and going to put a big dimper on Michigan season. Just another reason why Jim Harbaugh is, you know, he is literally, I hate, I, I, he is my least favorite coach of all time. You know how, like, you know, like how he was, he says the SEC cheats, he hates Saban, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. You're a cheater, cheater, dude. You're, y'all aren't even smart cheaters. Y'all didn't even have this dude buy tickets with cash. He did it through Venmo. It's all traceable. But let me tell you something about this other, the guy that, like, this main guy that was doing it. He has something called the Michigan Manifesto. Trey. What? Yeah, oh, yeah. Look it up. It's insanity. He has a shit. It was on a Google Doc on how he was going to become the head coach for the Michigan. Yes. Who is this? Who are you talking about? Okay. So the Michigan guy. Okay. We got Jim Harbo. Jim Harbo wasn't going to the games. He was sending this one guy. And this right. one guy was hiring other people to go do it. Okay. So they've confiscated all of his stuff. And it came out yesterday that he has had a 600-page Google Doc called the Michigan Manifesto. And it was how he was going to take over the University of Michigan's football program. It, oh, my it's, it's, no, it's I can't do it, Wendy. My head's hurting. Well, I'm just telling you, Michigan. But here's the thing, Trey. They should, in my opinion, they should have to stop playing right now until this <laughs> thing is final. Because the NCAA will drag it out three years. Yeah. You think it's the, fair that these guys can just keep going and winning? Well, so the NCAA can't do anything. Yeah, they, they can't do anything. Uh, you, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Well, he's a cheater and a stealer, and he'll be going to the NFL next year. He'll be crying his way up to the NFL with his brother. All right, so last thing, we're going to get off here. These text threads that we're on, definitely Will and Bear, uh, they cranked it up last weekend. Uh, you know, the big text thread that I'm on with Nacho yep. um, and, and all those guys, I, let me tell you something, it got cranked up during the game. Now, I will say this, um, we have got Mike – Mike, who was the MVP of the text thread last year, right? Uh, he is still firing missiles at all times. I mean, I'm not sure that this guy is not ever turned on to 10. <laughs> uh, so he brought it big time. Uh, Chris is obviously in there. Everybody's in there. Um, we have mom firing off text in the middle of the game, wanting the offensive coordinator to pack up his house. That got No, she wanted him fired in the middle of the game. She, yeah, she wanted him gone in the middle of the game. So, Wendy, everything's going good. I hope you have a good rest of the week. Everybody out there, I hope you have a good week off. And, Wendy, you got anything else before we jump off here? No, roll tide. I mean, go Bama. Big win last week, guys. We needed it. Big win. Let's just 
Get some rest and get ready for LSU. And we're not going to talk about it, but next week's going to be a good show. I've got a lot to say. So. All right. I love you. I'll talk to you later. All right. Love you. Roll tide. All right. Bye. willing to go back to the Auburn swim and dive team. I think, I know they're getting losses, but I think some of these losses should be considered wins. I used to be a Josh Heupel fan until his press conference. You're not going to sit there and blame the refs. Well, if you look at the penalties and then pause for five or six seconds. Let me tell you something, coach. That's what coaches do that don't want their fans to question their coaching. That's bullcrap. That's what that was. You went on live television with a one-state fan base, and you have every fan in Tennessee blaming refs now because you didn't want anybody to pay attention to your crappy second-half coaching job.